0: Hi and welcome back to the Old Testament podcast. This will be for Exodus chapter thirty, verse one. And thou shalt make an altar of to burn incense upon a shitt- of shittim wood, or acacia. Shalt thou make it? The third piece of furniture found in the holy place, along with the sacred candlestick and the tab- uh, table of shoebread, was the altar of incense. It stood directly in front of the veil. Like the Ark of the Covenant and the table of shoebread, it was made of shittim wood, covered with gold and had rings and staves for carrying. Hot coals were placed on the altar, and each morning and evening the high priest would burn incense. This ritual seems to signify that one can approach the presence of God only through prayer. For scriptures... Elsewhere, indicate that incense is a symbol of prayer. Verse 2, "...a cubit shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof. Four square shall it be, and two cubits shall be the height thereof, and the horns thereof shall be of the same, or of one piece with the altar. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, the top thereof, and the sides thereof round about, and the horns thereof, and thou shalt make unto it a crown or border of gold round about." And two golden rings shalt thou make in it to it under the crown of it, by the two corners thereof, or on two of its trusses or supporting frames upon the two sides of it shalt thou make it, and they shall be for places for the staves to bear it withal or carry it. And thou shalt make the staves of shittim wood and overlay them with gold, and thou shalt put it before the veil that is by the ark of the testimony, before the mercy seat that is over the testimony where I will meet with thee. And Aaron shall burn thereon sweet incense every morning when he dresseth the lamps. He shall burn incense upon it. And when Aaron lighteth the lamps at even, he shall burn incense upon it, a perpetuated <coughs> or a perpetual incense before the Lord throughout your generations. Now this is the same incense that... Uh, Zacharias would have burnt when he was uh, officiating in the temple uh, when he found out about his son John the Baptist. <clears throat> Verse nine ye shall offer no strange incense thereon, nor burnt sacrifice, nor meal offering or meal offering, neither shalt thou, neither shall ye pour drink offering thereon. And Aaron shall make an atonement upon the horns of it once in a year with the blood of the sin offering of, of atonements. Once in the year shall he make atonement upon it throughout your generations. It is most holy upon the, unto the Lord. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, When thou takest the son, the sum or census of the children of Israel after their number, then shall they give every man a ransom for his soul unto the Lord. When thou numberest them, that there be no plague among them when thou numberest them. This they they shall give every one that passeth among them that are numbered half a shekel after the shekel of the sanctuary. A shekel is 20 gerahs. I guess that helped, huh? 24 karat gold would be 8.2 gerahs. Oh, that helps. A half shekel shall be the offering of the Lord. Every one that passeth Among them that are numbered from twenty years old and above, shall give an offering unto the Lord. The rich shall not give more, and the poor shall not give less than a half a shekel, when they give an offering unto the Lord to make an atonement for your souls. And thou shalt take the atonement money of the children of Israel, and shalt appoint it for the service of the tabernacle of the congregation, or tent of meeting, that it may be a memorial unto the children of Israel before the Lord to make an atonement for your souls. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Thou shalt Also make a laver of brass, and his foot also of brass, to to wash withal, or for washings. And thou shalt put it between the tabernacle of the congregation and the altar, and thou shalt put water therein. And Aaron and his sons shall wash their hands and their feet thereat, where they, when they go into the tabernacle of the congregation, they shall wash with water, that they die not, or when they come near to the altar to minister, to burn offering made by fire unto the Lord. So they shall wash their hands and their feet, that they die not, and it shall be a statute forever to them, even to him and to his seed their, throughout their generations. Moreover, the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Take thou also unto thee principal spices of pure, pure myrrh, five hundred shekels. The earliest shekels were unit of weight, used as other units, such as grams and troy ounces, for trading before the advent of coins. And of sweet cinnamon, half so much, even 250 shekels. And of sweet calamus, used in medicine, 250 shekels. And of cassia, similar to cinnamon, 500 shekels after the shekel of the sanctuary. And of oil, olive or olive oil, a hen, a unit of liquid measure used by the ancient Hebrews, equal to about five le- liters. And thou shalt make it in holy, make it in holy, no, And thou shalt make it an oil of holy ointment, or an an anointing, an an ointment compound after the art of the apothecary, or perfumer. It shall be a holy anointing oil. Pure olive oil was a sacred symbol of the Spirit of the Lord, and its use signified the sanctification of the person or object anointed. The use of the oil can also be an indication of an existing purity of the, of the person, since the Spirit of the Lord will not dwell in an unclean tabernacle. Joseph Fielding Smith said, The olive tree from the earliest times, has been the emblem of peace and purity. It has perhaps been considered more nearly sacred than any other tree or form of vegetation by the inspired writers of all ages through through whom we have received the word of the Lord. In parables in the scriptures, the house of Israel, or the people who have made covenant with the Lord, have been compared to the olive tree. Thus, to anoint even those these inanimate objects with oil suggests that the tabernacle and all connected with it were sanctified by the Spirit in preparing them for service to God. And thou shalt anoint the tabernacle of the congregation therewith, and the ark of the testimony, and the table, and all his vessels, or his utensils, and the candlestick and his vessels, and the altar of incense, and the altar of burnt offering with all his vessels, and the laver in his foot. And thou shalt sanctify or consecrate them, that they may be most holy. Whatsoever touchest them shall be holy. And thou shalt anoint Aaron and his sons, and consecrate them, that they may minister unto me in the priest's office. And thou shalt speak unto the children of Israel, saying, This shall be a holy anointing unto me, Throughout your generations, upon man's flesh, i.e. the common man who is not a priest, shall it not be poured, neither shall ye make any like any other like it, after the composition of it, it is holy, and it shall be holy unto you. Whosoever compoundeth any like it, or whosoever putteth any of, of it upon a stranger, shall even be cut off from this people. And the Lord said unto Moses, Take unto these sweet spices, Stacti, or it's a Greek um Which means our names used uh, stacti. I'm sorry. Our names used for one component of the most sacred temple incense, the haketaret, discussed in Exodus thirty verse thirty-one, variously translated to the Greek term, AMP, or to an unspecified gum resin or similar. It has to be mixed in equal parts with uh, another item called anvachah, prepared from certain vegetable resins or seashell parts. Galbanum and mixed with pure frankincense, and they were to beat some of it very small for burning on the altar of the tabernacle. This incense was considered restricted for sacred purposes, honoring Yahweh. The trivial or profane use of it was punishable by exile, as laid out in Exodus. The Hebrew word nataf means drop, corresponding to drops of water. The Septuagint translates nataf as stakti, a Greek word meaning an oozing substance, which refers to various viscous liquids Including myrrh. Rabban Shimon Ben Gam- Gamaliel explains: Stacti is simply the sap that drips from the tapping of the wood of the balsam tree. It is not exactly clear from what plant Nataf was derived. It might have been myrrh of the highest grade, the resin of Styriax officinalis, the benzoin resin of st- Styrax benzoin, a close relative of and of the same genus as Styrax officinalis, or even Storax, the resin of Turkish sweet gum. And onitcha, onitcha is along with equal parts of Stacti, Galbanum, and Frankincense was one of the components, which appears as in, the old, in an Old Testament book of the Exodus and was used in the temple in Jerusalem. And Galbanum, Galbanum is one of the oldest of drugs, it is uh, is mentioned being used in the making of perfume for the tabernacle these sweet spices with pure frankincense or incense of each shall be like shall be a like weight and thou shalt make it a perfume a confection after the art of the apothecary or chemist or a pharmacist tempered together pure and holy and thou shalt beat some of it very small and put of it before the testimony in the tabernacle of the congregation where I will meet with thee, it shall be unto you most holy. And as for the perfume which thou shalt make, ye shall not make to yourselves according to the composition thereof. It shall be unto thee holy for the Lord. Whosoever shall make like unto that to smell thereto shall even be cut off from his people. So you can see that all these things are very specific here. The uh, Items that are to be used for incense and that sort of thing are all very specific uh, as requested by the Lord. I bear testimony that this is true, and uh, maybe we don't understand it today, but uh, we don't use it in the temples. We do use the olive oil in the temples, but not the incense and all that other stuff. Anyway, see you next time. Bye.